Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, to boat around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information from our newly improved uh, headquarters studio. We got some new gear uh, to, to play with today. It's anybody's guess whether or not it's going to work, All right. but uh, that'll make it that much more exciting, right, Patrick? What do you mean, we? Yeah, I did all the work. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't recall being consulted pre-purchase. Um, of this because I think that the crew would have preferred another piece of equipment. Wrong. Or maybe health insurance. No, uh, hell no. <laughs> versus a, a brand new digital board um, for you to play with. No, that's not true. Barry, what what say you? What do you think? I, I, I say that uh, you need to turn your audio down a little bit. No, I'm not going to do it. Screw you. Okay. Yeah, it you. works. That's all that matters. Hey, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey Barry, yeah. tell, tell him to stop moving his mic, mic, his mouth away from the mic. What do you well, mean? Well, it's it's both both of you. I think your gain's just a little bit high, but you know this is an experiment. It's a oh, beautiful geez. looking board. He, he's always whining. That's it. That's what it's all about, isn't it? You know, Greg being the techno geek that he is, you would think that it would be, uh, he, it would be hooked up through his smartphone, and that all everything would be moving on its own. Yeah, um, and it would auto adjust. Um, he well, would have he would have all of our our radio personalities already inputted into the board, so it would adjust uh, automatically. So, like when I speak, it would automatically compensate for me moving my mouth away from the microphone, or when well, I- I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> Give me some time. I, I I downloaded the instruction manual to this thing. Of course, you and did. Started started. Well, I had to see what this little space command uh, mixer board looked like, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of pretty it lights. Maybe. It may be a, a little bit above his um, his pay grade. Uh, it definitely is above my pay grade, since we don't get paid at all. But, <laughs> you know, uh, I do, uh, you know, it, it does work for me. So that's all it yeah, matters. Yeah, now, now, now it sounds good. Now okay, sounds well, good. I backed off our levels just a little bit. All right, Patrick, you hear. good? That's all. Um, I am now, I guess. Yeah, why? Sure. What was the problem? I know, I heard, like, crackling in coming through the headphones when you, you were playing with the slides. Yeah. Oh gosh! When you're playing with don't your say that. Well, jinx us. Do you want me to lie? Yes. Everything's perfect, Greg. Yeah, perfect. That's all I want to hear. Smooth sailing ahead, sir. Okay. All right. No icebergs in our path," said uh, the captain of the Titanic. Right. <laughs> Faster okay. we go. Well, we uh, do have some boating news and information to cover. No, we don't uh, today. No, we don't. It's a, uh, today is mixing board day. No, well, we're no. just going to talk about your board. It is pretty. <laughs> Look at all the pretty lights. I think I might have an epileptic seizure during the show because there's so many different lights flashing right now. It's like, ooh, ah. Just think, all the power in that yeah. 50 years ago right, would have launched the Apollo rocket. Spacecraft, yeah. yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. This is high-tech and, stuff and if, we're doing. I know there's a button on that mixer that if you push it, all the slides move by themselves. 
Yeah, let's not uh, let's not don't press that button. Whatever. Let's, let's don't press that button. That's Luckily, the button. Barry's not here because he, he it, it would be like uh, something he he couldn't keep himself from doing. You know, and uh, oh, just but, hand but, me a screwdriver. I had that no, thing apart in no time. It's not going to happen. But we are on now, Facebook. Give me a hammer. Live. I'll have it apart in no time. We are on Facebook <laughs> Live, so you can see Patrick and myself. <clears throat> playing with all the pretty lights and everything. What is not Ooh, we? Uh, you stop with the we. This is this was well, this right was here. totally you count? a Greg Holt purchase for a Greg Holt production f- to feed Greg Holt's ego. So you had something new to play with on the show that you could talk about not only on World of Boating but also on Just Plain Radio. And Here's Scuba the Radio. thing. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. We, we sound go. way better than we typically do, especially you, because you usually sound like crap. And now, oh, that actually, was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using all this special space age uh, technology to make you sound like a regular guy. That's that's my new slogan, Captain Patrick, sounding like crap for 15 years on the world of boating. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All right, so uh, we do have some boating news. Rusty is at the Orlando Boat Show. We're going to check in with him at the bottom of the hour, and uh, he's on site, uh, probably you know walking up to unsuspecting. Young women, probably, yeah, with, with his press pass, making them feel a little uncomfortable, that kind of thing. It's just what well, he, he does. looks like everybody's grandpa. Uh, right? Okay, I well, mean, okay, so is he? He's uh, disarming I mean, in that. I, sense. Well, he is. But I mean, Rusty. A lot of people don't realize this. It really only stands about five feet two inches. Right. So he's 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 very very uh, approachable. Okay, if you say uh, so. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, there you go. So he we, looks he looks like a a a. Less hairy version of an Ewok. All right. Well, thank God he's not on Facebook Live then today. <laughs> but uh, what other elements do we have to cover for our passengers through this virtual cruise? Well, I, w- I want to do something totally different, Greg. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to talk about you, even though we just spent the first five minutes talking <laughs> about you. Yeah. Uh, and I want to go right to Barry, because oftentimes, because Barry is joining us uh, via the wonders of the internet, um, it's not that we overlook Barry. It's just that we tend to get wrapped up, and Barry and I do our pre-show meeting, and we've got some things that we want to talk about. But mm-hmm. you know, the show kind of goes the way that it goes, and oftentimes at the end of the show, Barry's like, "Great, I did you know a week's worth of research on this." Actually, Barry now feels like I used to feel <laughs> when I would come in with fifteen news stories, things to talk about, and we would talk about Greg's latest time that he spent on a boat not driving a boat and at the end of the show i'd be like well so much for that prep what are you talking about so barry you want want, i want to go right to you and and what you've got going uh with uh your segment for today's show well i was i was reading about in the boat us magazine they were talking about first aid kits and when i purchased my boat i did get a small first aid kit put it in the boat and then found that I needed to add some stuff to it. So I got a little bit bigger box, put everything in. And then I learned some tricks along the way so that you're not just buying products and then throwing them out later on. You really should inspect your first aid kit at least once a year. Some of the stuff in there does have an expiration date, uh, such as like Benadryl creams and uh, cortisone and stuff like that. And what I found was is that if I didn't check it often enough, you'd buy a brand new tube of this stuff. It would It's good for maybe two years, two and a half years. And then you see the expiration date. Do you keep it? Do you throw it out? So what I started doing is every year when I open it up, if I see it has less than a year left on it, I will take it out. That becomes the household first aid 
cream or whatever we need, and I'll just go out and buy a new one with a two or three year expiration, you know, in the future. The same thing I do with my um, flares. I look for flares that have at least a three year lifespan before they have to get tossed. Well, yeah, I mean, some no. of that stuff. I mean, your antiseptic creams and that. The last thing you want to do is use that when it's at, when it's after it's out of date because then it becomes. Um, actually reverse effect on your skin will wind up eating it up um possibly or so i've been told um let me ask you something barry do you keep a first aid kit in your car yes i do absolutely because you never know when you're going to come across uh some crash or something like that so yeah i keep a first aid kit i keep a bunch of those blue nitro gloves in there because the last thing you want to do is um get bodily fluids on your body nowadays Right, do you keep one in your car? What do I do? What do you keep a first aid kit in your car? Um, no, I do not. <laughs> Why would I do that? I'm never exactly. Gonna have an ac- Why I'm never going to have an accident. Gotcha. See, mm-hmm. t- it, 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 it had nothing to do with you. If you're in an accident, you're probably going to be incapacitated. Everything you need to know, right there, folks. Band aid. So, that's all we all have. Barry, have you ever had cause to actually use your first aid kit while out on water? Oh yeah, um, I went uh, and did a boat camp down at uh, Bahia, Bahia Honda Park, and I tied up to uh, a seawall there, and it was low tide, and I went to climb out of my boat, and I made the one and only time mistake of wearing my flip-flops oh, no. when I did that. So <laughs> the flips flopped, I flopped over, and I hit the barnacles, oh. and my toe looked like shredded wheat oh. and that evening. Oh, yeah. That evening, there was a lot of pain, so I called up my wife. And uh, the one thing I didn't have in my kit that I keep there now was a uh, a pack of a Z pack of antibiotics. And uh, a- every year when I antibiotics, yeah, antibiotics, yeah, no antibiotics. They're made <laughs> biotics. By, they're I made call by them antibi- antibiotics. Oh, okay, right. And, uh, <laughs> that explains. If a you lot. go to your doctor once a year and you have your um your physical and you and you say, look, I go camping or I go boating. Can I get a package of this to keep on the boat? Generally, they'll sell it to you. And that's what I do. I keep a fresh pack on the boat. If I'm going to be out of, on the boat for more than a day, if I'm going to stay overnight in the boat and something happens, like a bad cut, you want to start on these things nowadays really quick. Uh, yeah. What if it's, it's, you only see a doctor when maybe you're getting hit head on by a Ford Expedition while you're on your motorcycle? Hmm. Well, that would be more difficult. You, you need to really have a good um, a rapport with at least a doctor or date one. Yeah. Oh, a date? Date, date? The doctor? Wow. It's yep. getting a little too personal here on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. As you enjoy another blissful fishing adventure out on the water, it waits, coiled up ready to strike cooler stink luckily there's blue from tropical seas blue is the all-natural concentrated deodorizer and cleaner for ice chests and boat lockers it's a great overall deodorizer and cleaner for your boat as well blue helps to remove fish and other sea life odors from plastics fiberglass and even works on cleaning rust stains Just spray on blue, scrub and rinse with a little water, and you're through. Plus, blue won't harm the environment or marine life as you wash off your boat and cooler. Blue is the new green and only available from Tropical Seas. Go to tropicalseas.com backslash blue. 
and make cooler stink a thing of the past. That's tropicalseas.com backslash blue. Think blue. It's the new green. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast guys we have a situation i broke the bathroom how the heck did you manage to do that we ran out of TV, so I had to use my shirt. Ew. Ew. Well, long story short, turns out that pipes on the boat are not PPT compatible. It can handle tidal waves that the stories talk about. And it can weather any storm. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Baird, to boat around and at the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. We're also on Facebook Live. I see Swabby Bob. He's probably tuning in to see if my uh, little studio upgrade worked. Bob, I hate you because he's the one who did the wiring in here. Before, No, I actually, he did a good job. But, man, I tried to do this myself. I should have called him in and say, Bob, Bob you got to help me, man. You mean actually call in an actual radio engineer? Right. Hmm. That would have been the smart thing. That, that would have been. But then I wouldn't have learned. So, you know, it, it's kind of like working on a boat. Sometimes you just got to do it yourself. I do some trial and error to see if it works. Yeah. You do your own dental work there? Uh, yeah, cheese. No, no. No, I'm not British. Yeah. Just the way things go sometimes. So, Barry, with wrapping up on the safety gear stuff, um, you can certainly, and pardon the uh, terminology, go overboard <laughs> with the amount of stuff that you carry. Is there like a... Uh, Look, this is this is the kit that you should have. These are the top five things or top ten things that you, you should be carrying just in case these will kind of get you through, you know. Uh, in your first aid kit for your boat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so you don't need ten thousand band aids. All right. You don't you don't need all that. What you need love t- that band. Uh, puts, yeah. Take some uh Put some uh, fresh aspirin in a little ziploc bag and label the date on it or the expiration date, Tylenol. Um, Benadryl, mm. uh, Benadryl cream, not, not just the, the pills and the cream, uh, cortisone. Um, if you have any kind of, um, 
what do you call it? Sun, not sunblock, but the uh, stuff you put on after you burned yourself. Aloe. You know, aloe or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you want a couple of large bandages in case you have a massive cut that you have to deal with. Now, you need Possibly some kind of disinfectant in there, though. Like, like rum. Neosporin. Yeah, just, no, like neo. Well, yeah, rum. Well, no, neosporin is not a disinfectant. That's well, an antibiotic. And that you need that, right? Antibiotic. You can, right. Antibiotic, right. Mm-hmm. Um, alcohol swabs. That'll work. Um, for Greg, he could just pour gasoline on the open wound. That'll easy, be fine. easy. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> you are but, hilarious. Uh, I know. Um, <laughs> if you can get a small uh, uh, tourniquet, you know, because a lot of people sometimes you, when you hear about these these massive injuries, uh, especially with boat props. Um, if you mm. not, most people don't wear a belt on a boat; they're wearing bathing suits. Yeah. So unless they had this I string do. that they could take off, you wear a belt oh, well. on your boat. Sure. That's that's weird. Isn't it? Well, he doesn't wear a bathing suit then. He's wearing pants. He just only wears a belt. That's my, I think that's called a strap. I, I am in my professional <laughs> captain's gear attire. Mhm. Belt required. And okay. and what I do with the with the medications and the creams and all that stuff is I put them in Ziplocs. I label them with the date I put them in and the date they're supposed to expire with a big Sharpie and then pack it all in nice and neat and if you can get any of those uh, those packets of dry stuff that you find in pill bottles, you can dry them out in a toaster oven and throw them in there and it helps keep the air inside the case dry. And uh, then every year I check it. I take out the stuff that's not quite expired yet but will and put in fresh. And uh, it'll help save your trip. How big of a space does this take? Is this like a small little gallon uh, bag? No, it's, it's, it's in a, it's in a um, one of those... Uh, those cases that you, that you you know those ones that you would purchase twelve and inches by the, uh, nine inches yeah like so like dry, twelve dry twelve case. by twelve or something like that yeah it's yeah. not big it's a dry case it's like a nano um, dry case sure yeah gotcha. exactly dry cases you don't want anything too big because you just you know what a boat's like when it gets in water it shrinks so you have less room for everything yeah well I was gonna uh, say in a, in a pinch you could just use like a you know, a gallon or two gallon size Ziploc baggie, couldn't you? Well, no, because well, what reason. you don't want to do is as you're moving gear around your boat is have it in something that could be crushed um, or compromised. So you want it in a hard case. Yeah, it, it's much better in a hard case. You'll never find a professional or a, you know, a good uh, first aid kit in a Ziploc Yeah, because that hard case has multiple uses. I mean, you can use it to repel pirates. You know, yeah, hit him over right. the head with Good it. Good point. All right. Uh, Didn't think of that. You can you bail water with it. You can bail water with it. Um, mm-hmm. You could maybe carry some illicit product in it. Um, yeah, it has you could store bottom. a couple of lobsters in it. There you go. Lobster tails. Yummy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right. By the way, I, I would just say the only thing I would change is don't carry the pill form of aspirin ibuprofen. Be a real man and carry the uh bc powder what or, or goodies heavy i remember powder. those oh yeah, those are good. good they are awesome okay and nothing except and nothing will wake you up you don't need caffeine you don't need anything mm. you, uh, even if you don't have a headache and you take this stuff the act of just Getting it into your mouth and then swallowing it with some water okay. is going to wake right. you up. We don't want to talk about your opioid issues or anything. I mean, you know, it's aspirin, right? But still, but it's powder form. You're supposed to take that's, it. If that's you have what a that's headache. what that's Hello. what that's what real men take. Yeah, 
but mm-hmm. but the Coast Guard may not know that when they decide to search your boat and they right. say powder in here. Yeah, but it's a it's a, it's you, BC powder, the, right? The, yeah. The uh-huh, thing is, uh-huh. there, the, there's uh, I think it's BC that actually comes in sealed packets, you know, sleeves. So the other one is kind of wrapped in a in a wax paper type deal. So right. Well, uh, Tylenol right. actually says Tylenol on it, but so it, well, so these, these actually are printed as yeah, well. Right. Whatever. But the the effect is more immediate. Hmm. Oh yeah, what I was getting at. So, um, all right. Yeah, well, that certainly, sounds like and, a- you know, every every year you should be putting your boat on a diet anyway, going through checking the gear that you have on board. What do you have in there? What don't you need? Um, as Barry pointed out, making sure that your flares are up to date, making sure that all your gear is accessible. Um, certainly, uh, somebody like Barry, the with a with a smaller vessel, uh, takes more care and where everything is put and make sure it, it can be. His access to it is is immediate. The larger the boat, uh, the more spread out we tend to be. And um, in those times when maybe there's an emergency, we forget where we put stuff. So yeah, yeah, boxes that have flares and signaling devices should be readily accessible, not stowed away. Is the first thing in your cubby that you got to take everything else to get. But that's how they find you on the water is they just look for the trail of gear that's floating. <laughs> it's easier, easier to spot from the air. Well, if you have one of those uh, waterproof cases, it'll float with all your stuff in it, too. So you could be floating on top of yeah. it. Well, you know, your last will and testament. They'll find that eventually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. It'll end up in England. The thing is, die we- of thirst and sun exposure, but you'll have your BC powder. Hey, I don't yeah. have a headache. At least. <laughs> Oh, oh, we 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 hope taking ne- that without water. <laughs> we hope you never need it, but if you do, um, you know Take you're you're well stocked. More importantly, tips. you can always help another boater out on the water. There you go. That's a good plan. All right, uh, we hopefully are going to connect with Captain Rusty from the Orlando Boat Show next, right here on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the bugger and or boater. It's boater. Easy, sometimes bugger because, you know, it's uh, Florida lobster season right now. But uh, we also have uh, Captain Rusty at the Orlando Boat Show. I think we got him. Rusty, come in. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? We do. We got you. Everything's right. working. I can't believe this. I am so I proud of myself. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay. Well, but enough about me. Uh, for once, well, what's going on at the Orlando Boat Show today? There, it, it, it's it, it's busy. No lie, I mean, yeah. it's a ton of people coming through. Um, yesterday was relatively slow, but I did sell two boats, so that was good. Excellent. And today it's just been lots of people. I've been really surprised of how well it's done. Um, we have a little boat here. I sent you a picture, which is a twenty-one Capri. No, wait, I got and, the picture of you and the hot chick. I didn't get any yeah, picture of boat. Her name's Paula. Uh-huh. Yeah, All she's right. really sweet. I like she her. Is. I can tell. Yeah. She is. Mm-hmm. I also sent you some of a boat. You didn't see any? I did not see any pictures of a boat. Okay. I only got this one. Oh, wait. There it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now there's a boat, and there's so, some other girls A lot there, of too. people. 
Yeah. yeah well, there's a lot of people go this boat. I mm -hmm. mean, we've had traffic. We've had a lot of good leads. Good. Um, so I really think I really think that this show is going to be probably one of our better Chris Craft shows we've ever had. Well, good deal. So what do you think, there, I Rusty? I mean, what do you think, Patrick? What's what's going on with this Capri? Because so you didn't you didn't send me anything. You always send stuff to Greg. Of course. <laughs> so I, I just took it a second ago. So the Capri. The interesting thing is this Capri is Chris Craft decided they wanted to focus more on big boats, and this is a sexy little twenty-one foot boat. Look, I mean, it's a, a Windermere boat. And it looks like a classic. And so they decided they're not going to make it. So when they said that, we said, well, we'll get one for the Orlando show. And then we got one slot left. So theoretically, there's two boats left in this particular model. And so people are coming looking at it. And they love it. And even the guy yesterday, he bought a 23 launch. And he kept looking at this little 21. And the more he looked at it, he just kept wanting this boat. So he ended up buying both. Oh, wow. He bought two. That's the kind of he friend to have right there. All right. Thanks for the update there, Rusty. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Mind the boat. 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 Mind boats. Vessels of freedom. Harbors of healing. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And uh, I don't know, did he say anything you didn't expect there, Patrick, from the Orlando Boat Show? Well, I needed Rusty? some clarification because the Capri name is one that has been used previously, and I wasn't sure because he didn't send me a picture of what he was talking about because Bayliner made a Capri um, a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And... um well, let's let's just leave it at that. Um, Why? Because I if I if you don't have something nice to say, then you really shouldn't say anything at all. So I don't want to say anything other than Bayliner made a Capri model, and our listeners who are well versed in Bayliner product will know exactly what that means. Okay. Right, Barry. Well, what about the folks that are not? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I'm looking at a picture. I I went on their website, and mm -hmm. this thing looks like a, an Italian boat. Well, it's right, beautiful. and that, and that was why I wasn't sure when Rusty said a Capri initially. He didn't say it was a Chris Craft Capri. He said, he, right. "Yeah, there's a there's this Capri boat there," and I'm like, well, "Did somebody restore one? And if they did, why <laughs> did they restore a Bayliner Capri? But it's a Chris Craft Capri, which has got more of the as Barry said, kind of that classic runabout. It's a closed front and deck, what we would consider a a uh, RAB uh, version, um, small cockpit." So a bench seat across the back, a captain's seat, a passenger seat, and then a long, big sun deck that would cover the engine compartment. So kind of that classic styling. Well, um, obviously, you don't like something about it, though. What What is the 
issue. No, that wasn't that wasn't what he said. He what, said what he there saying? was another manufacturer right, that, that came used out the with the same it. name that came out with a boat with the same name that right. wasn't of this quality. Yeah. That didn't look like that wasn't as nice. Okay, so you're saying they have a marketing issue because they're using that name? I, what are you saying? Yeah, I, I think they probably could have come up with a, another name that like, you know, doesn't. The Capri it's got a nice two? horn, too. The Capri 2. Well, you're never going to see Ford re- relaunch the Edsel, okay? No. <laughs> and, and it's not going to happen for a reason. The same way you're not going to have, uh, oh, geez, it, it go through automotive history and uh, a Corsair, you know, isn't going to be, uh, you know, with a with a uh, rear gas tank. You know, you're not going to you're not going to see those come mm. back out on the market. Okay, uh, maybe not. There's, there's not. What do you do with that? I'm looking at the front and the bow section there. It looks like there'd be enough room to not maybe build a cutty, but is that all closed off? That's the question. No, usually what you'll find is under the the helm there that there's storage there's storage forward, and the the. The name that we give that type of boat, it's known as an RAB, or it's a, it's a closed deck, but it's not a cutty. So there were actually manufacturers uh, probably about 20 years ago that took their bow rider models, and they would make fiberglass tonneau covers um, that would uh, have quick-release bolts that would bolt down over the bow so you had the option of using it for storage or you could take the fiberglass tonneau cover off and have it for seating. And then, I mean, oh, the, that- the manufacturer that I work for, we we actually had some models, a 17 and a 19, that had that closed bow like that, that low deck that was strictly for storage forward of that. Well, that's what I was originally, when I was looking for a boat, I was looking for something small that had an enclosed forward deck maybe a, a really small, they used to build them with cutties where you could actually stow stuff, but you could also you know, kind of curl up and take a nap in there if you wanted to and you're out of the elements. You don't see that anymore. Um, primarily what you find with the smaller cutties is because Americans love our creature comforts. Um, Europeans aren't as picky. Um, you know, AC isn't like, uh, it's a luxury item over there, you know, in your home or your apartment. Uh, so the smaller cutties were geared more towards the European market um, where they would go overseas and they have they would go out, they would maximize their time out on the water for the weekend. They would not hesitate to, you know, sleep, you know, uh, one night, two nights in, say, a 22 or a 25-foot uh, boat with a small cuddy cabin, but you're not going to have air conditioning. You're not going to have um, a separate head compartment. You're not going to have a stove and a refrigerator and things like that. It's 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 like the difference between using a uh, a tent that you pull out of a nylon bag. Wow. Or a uh, RV. You're saying all Europeans are kind of smelly. No, that's not what I said at all. What no. I said is that that those boats that Barry's referring to were really marketed more towards their European market. They did find a foothold here in the States, but primarily up in the Northeast or in the upper Midwest, mm-hmm. where the temperature that was a little more conducive to 
staying overnight in a boat like that, opening up the foredeck hatch and kind of roughing it, if you will, versus down in South Florida, hmm. where even in December, you're going to broil in your own sweat. Right. Um, I, the one boat I did look at at one time was called Sea Dory, and they make a 16-foot with a little cutty up front, but it was too tall to fit in my garage. So, heavy sigh. No, that's when you just you got to build a new garage, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just cut out the whole framework. And- Actually, you know, he doesn't have uh, air conditioning on his boat or a head or a galley, so he's kind of the no, but he motor. doesn't have a cutty. His boat's not yeah, a cutty. No, yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I I would camp on the boat. One time, I did take a tarp and and kind of make a tarp cover. What I forget with a bow dodger, but out of a mm-hmm. tarp, and uh, I took that boat down to. Um, the Columbus Day Regatta and slept on there. I did so, that with uh, my with my daughters when they were little. We'd take a twenty one foot deck boat, a uh, twenty four foot deck boat, uh, but they would have full camper canvas, so they would have a forward bimini and aft bimini, and a full screen enclosure, um, port side, starboard side, uh, bow and uh, transom, and basically, I mean, there's enough room to kind of roll out sleeping bags, and we would be up in Silver Glen. Or just out on a river somewhere and just anchor overnight and just kind of camp out. Yeah, yeah, that that's what I've done, and I and I had looked at what it would cost to have a um, an upholstery shop do that. You know, add to my, and it just became too expensive uh, to put all of that canvas all the way around and that uh, Isinglass in the front and all that. It would be beautiful, but eh, I don't think so. Well, you don't need the eyes and glass. What you, what you need is really just a zipper out area, and then it's got a mesh screen. It is really the eyes and glass is overrated, in my opinion. Um, you have the the, the zipper uh, that'll lay the canvas down and just give you a mesh screen for air movement. That's that's pretty much all you need. You don't need to see anything. That's well. I was thinking more in terms of when I have taken the boat out and I've gone through some really amazing thunderstorms and my little bimini top does nothing. I'm just sitting there, you know, crouched down as low as I could be trying to see a little bit over the compass so I could keep my heading mm. and you see nothing except white out everywhere. Yeah, I, listen, and you're getting soaked. So the bigger boats, same problem. And even with the enclosed cockpits, um, the you know uh, multiple windshield wipers um you get into some torrential you know torrential downpours you're enough just to drop speed make way and wait for it to pass or get your way out of it um for trying to put no, that on the windshield no, that won't help not, no you're you are no, no. you are almost blind um if it if it wasn't for the fact that you had electronic navigation you you'd almost be to the point where you're thinking about, okay, I got to stop and wait for this to pass, except that the weather that you're in is going to lead you to, you don't want to get swept up in a heavy wind, uh, wave current, you get the boat turned the wrong way. So usually, you know, you're going to get yourself moving away from known land, mm-hmm. uh, obstructions, anything like that, uh, preferably, um, you know, head into um, and just maintain steerage, um, sometimes is the best that you can do till it passes. But yeah, even yeah. big boats, even with canvas, even with eyes and glass, just as blind. Yeah, but you're not soaking wet with freezing water hitting you. Oh, I got news for you. 
I got news. Just just because it's an enclosed cockpit, okay, and just because it's got a full canvas enclosure, the manufacturers will tell you we never said it was waterproof. You know, oh, we okay. we we never said that it won't leak because under the right slash wrong conditions, you will get wet. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you are on the water, so. Well, yeah, but it's Just, cold. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you don't need that air conditioning, evidently. All right, more coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium, instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast what the hell are those yard birds doing in my boat This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, to boat around and out the crew. All right, so um, have you not changed your shirt since last week? Because you were wearing that same exact shirt last show. No, I have not. 
I've been working mm. nonstop on the new, uh, you know, new studio. There were three so. cables to change out with that board. What? Try three hundred. Hello, three hundred. All right, just focus on what we have yeah, to hey, navigate uh, as far as boating news quickly and with, with boat shows and that. Um, for our devoted listeners out there, or maybe just a casual listener that has stumbled across the show. Um, New boat prices are outpacing inflation. So dealers, uh, the survey that was done, uh, they're taking a little more of a negative view, sitting on more inventory. Uh, 2020 models are already uh, getting to dealers or are being promoted at boat shows. So if you were in the market for a new boat, um this is probably as good a time uh, to be shopping as maybe in the past uh, five, maybe six years because you've got dealers out there that are getting a little sketchy. They're sitting on inventory. Um, I've heard of some dealerships sitting on still uh, 2018 inventory, 2019 inventory. They want to get it moved. They got to make room for the 2020 models. Um, some dealers are reporting that manufacturers are leaning on them pretty heavy, of course, to you know order boats. Uh, I know that the manufacturer that I work for, we work very closely with the dealers because we want to make sure that they haven't ordered too much so that if the economy does take a downturn, that we don't have so much sitting out there that we've got to start kind of blowing it out to make room for continuing production so um, there may be at these boat shows uh, coming into really the end of the year you may find some deals on some new non-current product you know if you're willing to get something that is maybe it's a it's a model year two model years old uh, you could find yourself in a really good position financially with a new boat for a lot less money than what you would have been paying a couple of years ago. Well, that may be uh, what Rusty is finding out at the Orlando Boat Show today, you think? No, I think Ru- Rust, the way Rusty's positioned with Jacksonville Marine and the product line that he carries, um, you know, like Chris Craft, um, it's, it caters to a specific demographic, and uh, he's not going to have any shortage of you know, finding customers. I mean, if somebody is walking into his dealership with their eye on a Chris Craft, they pretty much already made up their mind. If they're going into his booth at a boat show, they pretty much made up their mind. As he pointed out, this guy who bought two, you know, bought bought a launch and then came back and and bought this twenty one because it's such a it's such a unique boat with a great heritage standing behind it, kind of that new classic retro look um with all the modern you know electronics and conveniences and stuff right so he's he's not going to be hurting and i know rusty the way that he works with his manufacturers as well he's not going to overstock because he's a lot smarter than that doesn't want to get caught in a bad downturn and then again you're sitting on inventory you know you got your floor plan financing everybody's kind of screaming and you wind up blowing this stuff out uh, maybe even taking a loss just to make room for newer models. So mm-hmm. uh, just as a point, if you're looking, now might not be such a bad time to go out and uh, see if dealers are sitting on some, as I said, new non-current inventory that they're willing. They just need to get it gone. Yeah. 
Buyer's market could be. Uh, for, for, for the new non-current, very well could be. Absolutely. For the new new stuff, if you're looking at 2020 models, yeah, you're not going to get a deal on uh, 2020 models. But, you know, like I said, a 2019, a 2018 that a dealer may be sitting on. And there have been some reports uh, from manufacturers that dealers, some dealers have started canceling some orders. Uh, again, getting a little nervous about the economy and again, not wanting to get caught short. That's a double-edged sword. They reduce their inventory, but with these boat shows coming up in the Northeast, you're going to sell out. You know, hopefully you'll wind up selling out and then you're leaving money literally on the boat show floor because you don't have any more product to sell. So it's a, it's a gamble either way. And um, I think there, there certainly are some dealers that are taking a more cautious approach coming into the 2020 model year. What about you, Barry? Are you going to buy a new one or what do you think? No, I'm not going to. No, surprise runs great. Uh, I have okay. no problem with it. I had a question, though. When uh, With these boats that have been sitting for a while, do they keep them unrigged? Do they keep motors off of them until they're they're sold or they're ready to be sold? Or do they just, or has that motor been sitting there? The motor's been years? sitting I mean, there. I know it doesn't hurt anything. Well, no, it does, actually, because, because engine manufacturers will require that um, if you are a boat manufacturer, if an engine package has been sitting for a certain amount of time, they're going to require that it gets filter changes and fluid changes prior to its installation in a boat. Um, if it's sitting at a dealership a little longer than intended, they're also going to require that all that gets done prior to it getting sold. Okay. okay. So that eats, can eat into the profit. All right. A little bit. Go get yourself a bargain, is basically what he's saying, I think. I'm going to go with that. There are some out there to be had. All right. And on that uplifting note, we'll wrap things up. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better as as a a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.